Hey, this is your name, your name, your name. And, uh, they say it ain't easy. He's green. Gangrene the New York Jets. Have their man. Jets got themselves a great Robert Sala. Robert Sala. Talk about all gas, no break. The great one. We're not talking about effort on the field. Woo! We're talking about the process at which we do things. Oh, I'm not going to lie to you. Hurry up, hurry up, hurry up. Keep your foot on the pedal. There's no way I'm not going to have enthusiasm on the sideline. Hey, own this rut. Own this rut. The New York Jets. We can beat anybody in the world, and I think we're going to win next Sunday. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the latest edition of the It's Easy Being Green podcast, broadcasting live from beautiful, amazing, picturesque Crystal Lake Studios in Las Vegas, Nevada. My name's Keith Farrell. I am joined, as always, by the number one Jets in the state of Texas, my colleague and co-host, Michael Lagaris. Mike, what's up, man? What's up, peeps? What's up, Keith? It's been a little bit. Oh, coming off a rough, rough game. Now, we didn't get a chance to... We, we, we put Zach on blast for maybe not wanting to play Mike before that previous game versus Texas. Before we get into the softball game, got to give Zach some props for playing good in that game. Came in, probably played his best game of his whole entire career. I don't want to skip over it before we get into the mess that just happened this weekend because he deserves some love, deserves some props, Mike. I thought his best game of all time. We won't go too crazy. I just want to say that game, at least, you saw what we kind of hoped this year could be and would be, right? Not that he's always going to throw for 300 yards, two touchdowns, but just Zach Wilson being efficient, defense playing well, some good play calls. We score points. We whooped. Texans. Right. I'm sorry for your wife who's a big time Texas fan. Okay. I love that the little guys in your house are split down the middle now. You got half Jet fans, half Texas fans. They're all going to go towards the green eventually, Mike. But then that led to this week. Now, I thought, and Mike, I know you had a good feeling coming off the previous game of the Texans, the way Zach played. I thought our offensive uh, line played decent in the game versus the Texans as well. And yep. I thought coming into this game versus the Dolphins, I know you thought the Jets would play decent. I didn't know if we'd win, but I, I liked what I saw in the Texan game, obviously. And I was like, well, maybe Zach, maybe Zach is just playing carefree now because the Jets said, hey, we'll trade you. Yeah. You know, maybe there's less pressure, Mike, right? Like, he's like, whatever. He went out for the Texans. And all the throws that he, he previously, his, his MO, Mike, missing those easy throws, he made them all. Difficult throws, he made them. Even some of the risky throws landed in the Texan game. It was great. It was amazing. Uh, but he only had 11 passes in this game when he got hurt. And then we just spiraled down with Simeon into disaster, Mike, and it's 30 nothing. There's so much to get into here because so much has happened in the past few weeks. And yep. one of the things coming out of this game, Mike, and when the smoke's clearing is people's opinion about the future, right, with our head coach, Robert Salah. Yep. Do you give him a pass, Mike, off this year when Rodgers is hurt? Do we not give him a pass? I know Jet fans are 50-50. Mike, what do you think about first? kind of the way this game went this weekend? And then what do you think about our coach, man, and kind of how much faith we should have in him heading into next year? I, I thought the Jets would win this game because I thought Rodgers was going to actually be coming back. I thought, you know, everybody was going to be on full, you know, their top-level play because if you win out, you know, and things were looking good at the time, there was a chance we would actually make the playoffs. And then we got Rodgers coming back Christmas Eve. I just yeah. felt like that was what was going to happen. I saw the offense ball out against the Texans. When I watched that game, I said, that's the Zach Wilson that I always expected when we first drafted him. That's the whole team playing to its top level, the special teams, defense, offense. Sure. So I just said, and then you had Xavier Howard out. You had Tyreek Hill out. 
you know, so I'm thinking we're going to go in there and we're going to kick ass. But guess what? We played the way we played all year. You know what I'm saying? Yep. It was a complete failure. Um, offensive line was probably the worst I have seen it. And when Zach got hit on that play by Bradley yep. Chubb, I thought he was done. When he came back, I was like, oh, okay, little beknownst, unbeknownst to us, he was concussed. Yeah, yeah. He played yeah. through a concussion. There was a lot of talk on chatter. Did he quit? No, I don't think he did. He got I'm not smashed, okay? I'm not buying, right? I'm not buying the client. Yeah, right. So, so, so look, I, I'm not even counting that game. Zach is what he is. He did good. AFC play, uh, player of the week against yeah. Texans. Last week, I mean, bro, that was just bananas. But to me, it's the way this team played. I felt like they quit. And I've never really said that when they were playing up against under Sala. And so... You know, I look at this head coach and I see these, you know, the the Jets top five worst offensive performances in the history of the franchise. Three of them are under Robert Sala. One against the Buffalo Bills uh, way back with Zach when he only threw 71 yards. Another was up against the Patriots. And then this one, okay, where he had 103 yards total. Three of the top five worst offenses in, in history, uh, games in history, are under Robert Sala. This offense is literally the worst offense in, uh, in, in almost in Jet history, and it's yeah. under Sala. I understand he's a defensive coach. But I understand we've had injuries. Aaron Rodgers. I understand our uh, AVT. I understand a lot of these guys that are going out, and it kind of hurts. But I look across the way, and I see the Cleveland Browns, who lost, who lost uh, Chubb. Top right, and they lose Watson, their quarterback, and they and guess what? Jedrick Wills, right? And you got who? Joe Flacco throwing to who? Elijah Moore. Guess what was on the Jets last year? Flacco throwing to Elijah Moore, right? And you couldn't get it done, you know. But these guys are nine and five headed to the playoffs, or nine and six, or whatever the hell they are. Yeah, I mean, you, you, right? You got the Minnesota Vikings. You've got the Cincinnati Bengals. You've got all these other teams, the Colts, who, who you just mentioned, who lost their starting quarterback in week three. And these guys are competing. And you and I weren't asking for the Jets to go to the Super Bowl. We've just wanted to compete. And we're not seeing competitive football. A 30 yep. spot. A 30 spot. Yo, I, I'm telling you, like, I feel this way. This is the lowest I've ever felt as a Jets fan, ever. Ever. Worse than Gase, worse than Kotite, worse than in my whole life because I've never seen this from an offensive perspective. Yeah. And I don't think I want this head coach around. I unfortunately were probably going to be keeping him because Woody Johnson doesn't want to make any changes because Aaron Rodgers has us caught. But I'm I'm this this coaching this that on Sunday, Keith, that was a failure of coaching. Yeah. Period. Yeah. Yeah, I felt it, man, when you say they gave up. Man, like, I don't think it's like, I don't think players are sitting there and they're going, oh, I'm not going to try on this play. But you can just feel that they were, like, defeated when Zach went out and the way the Dolphins. I mean, it was such a weird game. Just had 103 yards of offense. on the, That was how, how much offense they had on the day, Mike. We're averaging 255 yards a game, last in the NFL. I looked it up today, Mike. There's nine quarterbacks throwing for more than that per game right now so when mike guys when mike's trying to say this is historically bad offense he's not it's not hyperbole he's not exaggerating this is as bad as it gets and 
you mentioned this before the show, Mike, and you, I mean, you said it even better than I ever could just now about the Browns and them figure they have a really good defense. Their offense is kind of middle of the pack, though. With weapons, when you look, it's like, I mean, are the, are the Browns stacked? Chubb went down, Watson goes down. The Browns aren't stacked with weapons. And they're figuring out ways to win with Joe Flacco. And my, my best example, Mike, is the Steelers. They're seven and seven. Their offense is horrible. Horrible. Colts, though, one of the best. They're figuring out ways to win. So, um, Salah has 16 wins, 32 losses here. It is three years as the Jet coach. That's a .33 winning percentage, Mike. I was looking through some of the stats today. Um, he's down there pretty low in the all-time rankings. Most guys that have a winning percentage at this level, besides back in the day, most guys in the recent history, 20, 30 years, you don't get to coach that much longer. We were kind of saying this about Zach Wilson, which was most guys don't have stats as bad as his have been. And yeah. they keep playing as long as he played, right, Mike? Mike. lot's kind of in the same boat here. Um, and we'll see going into next year, and I think that's the question a lot of Jet fans have. We've debated on our Jets chat. Does this guy get a pass? Does he not? Um, I know a lot of Jets fans are in the corner of bringing a new coach in, but do you also get rid of Joe Douglas if you do that? I think it's more likely that he stays. I think you're right, Mike. I, I think I've seen enough with Salah. He's kind of a cheerleader this year for Zach Wilson when people say to me, what did you want Salah to do in the situation he was in? when he didn't have any other options besides Zach. And I'm not discounting that because it's true. It's not like the Jets had a variety of quarterback options once Rodgers went down. But here's the mistake the Jets made. One, Mike, was once Rodgers went down, which we said on the show, so I don't care if we have to pat ourselves on the back the rest of our entire life. said it right away. Once he went down, you needed to get a good, actual veteran in here because we already know what Zach was. And if he continues to be what he was, we have no chance. They didn't do that. That's the mistake they made. But moving forward, when Robert Salah got up in front of everyone and continually said, Zach's playing great, he's improving the status of Brady, that's where he made a mistake. Because the faster the Jets were honest about how bad Zach is, winning games in spite of it, but the faster you identify it and you get Tim Boyle's scrub ass a shot or Simeon, you get through this process quickly, Mike, and maybe by game six or seven, we have a veteran in here. We have an actual quarterback in here. We have a, a Wentz or a Flacco in here instead of now by week 15, still spinning our wheels at quarterback. Zach Wilson's in, Zach Wilson's out. We brought him back in. He throws over the 100. He gets injured last week. Um, that's where I think Salah made a mistake. And it really is 50-50, Mike, with most Jet fans. If they want him back, if they don't play. I do think he'll be back. I think Aaron Rodgers yeah, has too much clout. Th in the there's, there's just certain things that I have a problem with with Robert. He, Let me give you an example. Jalen Ramsey pretty much shut down um, our boy on Sunday, right? Yeah, yeah. And and we know how Gar how good Garrett Wilson is, but Jalen just followed him everywhere he goes, yeah. no matter where he was, left side, right side, where slot, it didn't matter. He just shadowed him, right? Okay, our defensive schemes aren't like that. Uh, uh, Sauce is on one side, DJ's uh, uh, on the other, right? Okay, and they don't care. It wasn't working. They had one receiver, one, Jarrett Landry. That's all they had, okay? And they and all Mike McDaniel did was just draw packages for yeah. him. Waddle. Guess what? He was burning us, right? So switch your freaking strategy up. Put sauce on him. Do exactly what Ramsey is doing to Garrett and take him out of the equation. But did we do that? No, because Salah does not 
make, make adjustments like a lot of other coaches. And I've said this to you so many times over the years. And I'm sick and tired of, of him saying things like, well, we got to win up front. No, you need a coach. You need to coach. Figure out the results, bro. Because 16 and 31 or wherever the hell you are, bro, it has not worked. Okay? And he seems speaking these narratives and talking about how the culture... Yo, you need to bring results. And we here are going to have to watch you and your people do this again next year. And if you're... Like, you're on such hot... You... You even look wrong next year. Wrong. Like, you won't even make it to October, bro. Like... I, I want him gone, but then again, key part of me, I see how good this defense is. I see it. The defense is is sick, and I don't yeah. want to mess with that. I really don't want to mess with that. I'm kind of of the opinion to just get rid of Salsa, Sala and bump up our defensive coordinator as head coach to keep the D, and then him go just grab some other offensive guy. I don't know yet. Yeah. But I'm just I'm 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 done with Robert. I am. Yeah. I'm done with him, especially after this game. Yo, you could, Aaron could have come back. I mean, I know he said that he wasn't going to be ready, but that's what he's going to say now because we're out of the playoffs. Of course, of course. Win that game, right situation. Yo, dudes, you know what I'm saying? And it's like, you cannot have a 30 spot put up on you like that. And for all of us to just be like, oh, you sh shouldn't be brought to account. Yeah. I mean, you know what's tough, man? It's like, you ever meet somebody and, like, I'm, I'm not trying to say Robert Salah's fake or anything like that. But he only speaks, like, in coach speak. So, you know, I'm like, I always hear him at press conferences. I'll explain away things, give his opinion. And I'm like, is this really his? What is He's not really saying anything. You know, he sounds like a White House press secretary or something. Like, you listen, you're like, you didn't say anything. You, 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 you get asked a question. You didn't say nothing, but you talked for 20 minutes just now. Uh, and he just seems like that guy to me. He seems inauthentic a lot when he's up there responding and, and Mike, Mike, he's on, he's on Michael K show, and he asked him about Zach Wilson. He's like, oh, I'm, I'm not sure. I'm, I'm not sure what's going on. Like, I got like, he doesn't have the answers. He's the coach, and multiple times he gets asked questions. He's like stumped, and that scares me. That means, man, does Joe Douglas have that much power where you need to like ask him for your answer or something? Like, I don't know what the dynamic is there, but um, I think he is. I mean, obviously, Mike, if he doesn't get canned this off season, which is a possibility, right? I say it's a small possibility, but it's a possibility. That next year is Robert Salah coaching first job, regardless of what Aaron Rodgers thinks. Um, I do think because of Aaron Rodgers being here, they want to keep some stability. Rodgers met with Salah; he's part of the sales pitch when they met. Apparently, he supports him. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers is in his corner, Mike. That's going to be a big guy to have in your corner when it comes to your job security uh, next season. You know, so. And I think you're probably right when it comes to that. And like you said, when it comes to the game, Waddle tore us up the whole day. They just put Waddle wherever sauce wasn't, and we didn't adjust the next. So. They didn't even, yo, it was split, by the way. DJ Reed, nine, and sauce, seven, something like that. When he was covered by sauce, no attempts. Yeah. No attempts. Son, look at the number sauce has put up. It's yeah. scary, ridiculous. Like, yeah, yo, take... he's so good. Yeah, he's you the best corner to... in the NFL. There's not a question about that. Bad day, guys. Like I said, 80 passing yards, 23 rush yards. We just averaged 1.9 yards per play this weekend. It just seems like the offense has no chance. And like They're not playing a great defense next weekend, but it almost seems like it doesn't matter the defenses we play. That's just how bad our offense is. You know? <laughs> and if, if Zach Wilson plays, man, and, and I, I want to get to one other thing, Mike, you mentioned that we kind of went by, which is people saying 
maybe Zach didn't want to come back in. I joked with you, Mike, that he looked okay, but I was just joking around. Concussions don't have a way they look right optically, right? Like you could be. I've had concussions, and I know it. Yeah. So I would never question. I'm not. I'm not going down that road. I know Zach Wilson. His mom, Mike, went on uh, social media and she's defending her son. It's like you don't, you don't have to defend Zach against like a vocal minority of like five percent. Right, 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 right. I don't know any Jets fans that thought he bailed. I, we saw him get and Mike he got destroyed. <laughs> and look, I, I watched when I was watching the game. I was like, he didn't seem that bad. I wouldn't watch the game again today. And he got lit. That was all. He got lit up by a giant defensive lineman. I'm forgetting who it was now. So Chubb. Chub. And he came back in and he played a little bit, but you could tell he didn't have it. So you got to give Zach a pass there. And if, even if he doesn't play next week, I mean, concussions are pretty serious. So Jets got to be careful with that. He should be careful with that. I'm not questioning his, his guts when it comes to that. I questioned his guts when he didn't want to play versus the Texans. Mike, that was different. When he's in the game playing, I don't think he pulled himself, but um, only Zach knows the truth of that. But I don't think his mom is going on social media. Do that. One other thing I want to mention about social media, Mike, before we even talk about this Redskins game, is one guy who seems it's really easy to get under his skin on social media is Jamal Adams. And now we haven't had a chance to talk about this. The news cycle is spun through this, but we haven't had a chance to say anything. I just want to ask you about it. He took a shot at Connor Hughes. Connor Hughes put a tweet out that showed Jamal Adams getting burned uh, by Ferguson on the Cowboys. And he's one of the worst cover safeties, maybe of all time, but definitely in the NFL right now. He's horrific. This entire reel is going on YouTube. This whole entire reel is dedicated to him just getting Debo burned. Debo Samuel? Yeah, the Debo one is one of the best. The Debo, the Debo is as good as it gets, guys. Go look that one up. He just looks clueless, and he has no chance against Debo. And then it continued to the point, the most recent couple of weeks, that even his coach put him on blast by name. Pete Carroll put him on blast in a press conference by name. Talking about Jamal Adams, he's a play better, cover better. But Mike, the petty level, we went through this when he left the Jets, and you just saw how much of a little emo, soft, little young buck all his emotions captured was took offense to imaginary things it created things that offended him talked about oh i'm gonna i was losing so much in the jets i was gonna commit suicide that last year even though they were seven and nine that last year whatever all right whatever you say bro um besides the point he took a shot at connor hughes's wife kind of got really personal when he and i don't understand just the just the thought that i understand he's playing bad and he's like you come at me i'm gonna come at you Dude, you play football publicly on television for everybody to watch. That's your job. You know what I mean? People critiquing you that are in the sports media like Connor Hughes just saying, ouch, when you get burned doing your job, that's not getting personal, bro. You going after someone's wife and your family, that's getting personal. That's where you see the immaturity, which has been and all around the whole time, Mike. And, and it would have been one thing if she was ugly. Yeah. I mean, she's, 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 she's not ugly at all. Like, I was like, I mean, again, you don't go after people, but it would be one thing if she was like not a good-looking person. She's a good-looking person. I mean, I don't know what in the hell. Ouch! What? What are you trying to say? Like, yeah. it's but just like, stupid. Regardless stupid. of the, the beauty of his wife or not, if like the low-class garbage human being level, you see Jamal Adams go to, which you saw him do when you left the Jets. It is just par for the course with it too. And then he doubled down at the next week, right? And he's. He makes it these dramatic, insane things like he's being attacked. But you play safety, and you can't cover. And a guy who covers sports in the NFL just happened to put a tweet out about it. I mean, I thought that was very amateur. Mike, that's like the epitome of Jamal. I just wanted to get that. Have you put him on blast real quick? Yeah, yeah. 
So you, yeah, you thinking we're gonna win against these commanders or what? Oh uh, my, I don't, the first thing we need to know is who's playing quarterback, right? Um, if Zach Wilson's playing, I mean, the commanders are, us and the commanders, Mike, same like level of team right now. The way that, the way, if, Zach, uh, if Zach's playing, Mike, to me, 50-50. Because the commanders aren't great, Sam Howell's not great. He's, he actually throws the ball, like, he's not bad. I'm not saying Sam Howell's full scrub, but he will turn the ball over. And yo, they give up sacks, Mike. They give up the most sacks in the NFL. So, like, I know you haven't gone against me this weekend in fantasy football, and I know the Jets are going to put up probably 20, because last week they didn't get after him too much, but I think the Jets are maybe going to have five or six sacks, Mike. Get after Howell. I think it's going to be a big day for the defense for sure. But who's going to play quarterback, man? If it's if it's Trevor Simeon, you know, um, that's going to – I can't have any faith in yeah, I don't, I don't. I don't know. You know what I want to see? I want them to shut down Brees Hall. Um, just give him a rest. I would like okay. to see a lot of Izzy, right? Yeah. I'd like to see a lot of um, you know, a lot of the young guys, Xavier. I like you know, obviously keep Garrett going. Yeah, get, start Rucker at yeah. tight end. You know, get these young kids some burn. Carter Warren. You know, if he gets back, by the way, I'm pretty excited about Carter Warner and yeah. Warren and his future. You know what I'm saying? But start getting some of these young bucks in there. Get them, you know, uh, playing more some more experience there. And uh, you know, I'd I would like Will McDonald really to start getting some real burn there on the uh, um, defensive end because he's going to end up. I I hope we re-sign Bryce Huff. That's a, a, a conversation for the offseason. I really do. Obviously, um, so there are going to be some changes there. But yeah. you know, I just want to see the young team come in there. You know, Zach. I think Zach wants to play because he's trying to audition. He will be traded. Yeah. I, everyone understand. Zach Wilson is not going to be on the Jets next year. It's for both parties. He's going to go somewhere. I read today. Look at the Vikings. Look at the Rams. And the other team was the Atlanta Falcons as the three teams that may be buying for services. And to me, the best place for, for young Zachary probably would be, um, you know, I would say with Kirk Cousins coming back and then him just kind of sitting behind Kurt for a little while. I, I think that would be a be, a good place. I don't think he's ready for Atlanta. Atlanta needs a, a guy right now. I think Justin Fields is going to end up going out there to Atlanta. And then the Rams, I would say the Rams too, guys. But is he going to really want to play for the offensive co coordinator, LaFleur, who, 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 who he had beef with here? I don't think so. So that's why. Yeah, I, but you I, know what? The Rams might. The Rams are similar to the Vikings where Stafford's going to still play a few years. They have really good wide receivers. They just have Nakawa. Um, they have caught there, and he would be able to. McVeigh is still McVeigh kind of runs still there. I think I think he, I think he'd be okay. I don't look. I, I'm not suggesting that for the future. Why well, I think Zach Wilson is going to be a starter, do anything in the NFL once he leaves the Jets. I don't think he will. But I do think. I mean, he might be a backup somewhere next year if the Jets can get a fourth or fifth round pick. You think we could? You think um, we could get a fifth? I don't. I don't. I think that to your point, Mike, and we said this like with everyone saying, "Oh, they thought Zach didn't want to play last game." The reason I think he does want to play is just because of what you just said, which is he wants to be in another team next year. He wants a shot to be a, a legit backup somewhere. You got to play these games because he just came off his best game maybe ever. Yes. So he's feeling good. So if he could finish it off with a couple of decent games, that's what's in people's memory. And, that's six. And I, I, I think that it's counterproductive for Zach to not be out there. I think he's going to try to get out there. Um, I think next year, who knows, Mike? I don't even know if he's the best fit for Zach. Well, I just want the Jets to get the most they can possibly get, you know. For Zach, I hope that player turns into someone good because Zach has been what he's been. But, I mean, we're looking right now, Jets are pick number six. 
if we went to the NFL draft, we're going to be right in the range where we'd be able to get a quarterback. We'd be lucky to get a quarterback if we wanted to, Mike. Um, best case scenario next year for Keith is we do get, who knows what, you, even the guy who drafted first, the fourth quarterback taken, like Josh Allen or Lamar Jackson, so any of them could be great. If they can get a for real quarterback prospect to sit behind Rodgers for a few years, we knew it wasn't Zach Wilson. I didn't think it was Zach Wilson. And I didn't think there was any hypothetical where he was going to sit behind Rodgers and then be the starter in his 50th. That wasn't happening anyway. Never thought that was going to happen because that would have made the, mean the Jets picked up a 50-year option on Zach Wilson like after he didn't play for two years. That well, wasn't going to happen in the future. So the best option is we get a rookie in here, theoretically, if we're still in the range to do it, right? Um, and he can sit behind Rodgers, right? And then we actually maybe have someone in a couple of years that's seasoned and not just coming straight out of the NFL draft. Who knows? We well, let, me let me just give you just a few things. Next year, the Miami Dolphins are not going to be as good as they are now. Money-wise, they're going to be strapped. They're, they they got to win a Super Bowl this year, pretty much, if you go look at their books. Same yeah. thing with the Bills. The, both those teams are going to be coming downwards next year just because they don't have the finance to keep the talent that they have. Okay? Aaron Rodgers, we're only going to hit the cap $17 million next year. That's because of the pay cut that he took. And he said today on McAfee that he wants to play multiple years and he didn't count this year as a year. Okay. So that means he's not going to just play 2024. He's going to play 2025. Biggest thing here with Aaron Rodgers is this. How good is he going to be? Like yeah. that, that, that's the, that's the real question. He hasn't, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm, that's a legit question that I'm going to talk with you about later on. Like, yeah. I don't know if he's going to be Aaron Rodgers. Like, no. you know what I'm saying? He's still got the name and everything like that. But, yo, like, he's got to go out there and do it. Like, you know, dude's going to be 41 next year. Like, you know what I'm saying? So. Yeah, there's no way to know what Rodgers is going to show up. I don't think there's any reason to think he's going to be full scrub or anything like that. He no. The only no. wear and tear is just the surgery he had in his leg. So it's not like he had any degenerative things happen to his arm or anything. And if the Jets don't go quarterback, if they're like, screw it, we have Aaron Rodgers for two years, we're not worrying about that right now. Then you grab a ridiculous weapon to go with Garrett Wilson and let's go. And let's go. Just give us some other beast out there with Garrett and let's just do this. Or you just get the most ridiculous offensive line that's humanly possible to help our boy out as much as you can. Either of those options I'm fine with, but I think we're pretty good everywhere else. Mike on defense, we're pretty good too. So I don't know, Mike, when it comes to the game this weekend, um, just like I felt for protecting in a normal world, I just think I should work this team, but. It's hard to have confidence right now after the last week. They're not knowing who's going to play quarterback, even though I think the Jets defense is going to handle and do a great job for some Redskins. Will the offense be so bad, Mike? This has happened a lot of times here. Will the offense be so bad that we're punting and the, the commanders are starting drives from the 50? So they only have to get two first downs and they get a field goal. Me and you are like, oh my God. You know, I mean, that's happened so often this year, even with the defense playing though, which I'm worried about. So look, I'm going to be there in the building. I haven't been able to go to a game since the year. So I'm picking the Jets to take a job, Mike. I think they're going to get a job. I think while I'm in the building, they're going to they're going to finally get a home win here. I'm going to hopefully um, have a blast. I hope the weather's good. I think both teams are pretty evenly matched. I think Zach's going to play. And if he does play, I, I'm pretty confident we're going to win an ugly game because I think the defense is going to shut the uh, commanders down, Mike. Yeah, I agree with you. I, I would say if, if, if Zach plays, everyone comes back, I think that Salah is going to feel and the team is going to have to respond after last week. Last yeah. week was the worst. Uh, the Miami loss was the worst of his entire coaching tenure and a loss that honestly he is fireable. Um, yeah. So the team's going to have to respond this week. Um, and I think people are playing for jobs, man. A lot yeah. of people are playing for jobs. So, yeah, I'll go with you. I think they'll take a W. I mean, they're better than – I mean, they're just – 
they're a team that it's just been so frustrating because they're so much better than they are. But that offensive line and that offense overall is just such a dumpster at times that it, it, it's like hard to ever even know, yeah. you know. And it's so crazy because I look at this defense and I'm like, all we needed is just an average offense, man. And we would have been balling out, man. I'm not even afraid of any of these damn teams. Like Miami's such BS, man. They're so scheme dependent. You know yeah. what I'm saying? The Bills or the Bills, we already know. Like there's no teams in the AFC to me that really scare me. The only team I would say above them or right now, above and beyond is above everyone else are the 49ers. They are full, full beast mode. They are offense and defense and yes. forget it. They're they look, everybody. They don't they they look like right now unstoppable. Unstoppable. I mean any any team can lose and we know we know how the playoffs are, Mike, but man, the, the Niners when we watch, and me and Mike talk about this, we talk about this a lot, Mike and I. When we watch, like, the best teams play, like, the, the way the Niners, it's just like, I watch it, like, in awe of the team, like, wow, like, that's what that's like. I don't remember, it's been so long as a Jets fan since we've seen that. Even even when we were running, even when we were doing well with Rex, Mike, we still had Sanchez kind of set us back sometimes, right? We never just had full quarterback, defense. We sit back, turn the game on, and we're like, we're about to take a W. It's been forever. We felt that in our bones. Yo, Purdy went out for a second. Samuel came in. Yeah. Second play, he just stood there millions of years. Just yeah, stood there, threw it to Kittle. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then Purdy came back in. But you could see Samuel would have success on that team, yeah. you know, because they have the infrastructure. But could you imagine the Jets? We went through this a couple a couple weeks ago. I mean, the numbers are probably stronger now. When we said, "Look, if they just scored the average amount of points in the NFL, they'd have nine wins right now." You know, <laughs> some of these games losing games when you score in the game versus the Giants didn't even deserve to win that game. That was pathetic that we even won that one. You know, <laughs> but if Rodgers was here, he averaged about twenty six points a game with the Packers. We'd only have about three or four losses right now. You see, we were averaging that. Hey, man, here's the next year, because the next three games are going to be hopefully what you said, Mike. I would love to see more Gibson, more busy. If Hall is banged up and we know he had some surgery, let him let him chill out. Let Cook get 10 carries. Let Izzy get 10 carries. Let's see what happens. Not that we need to see more of Cook, I mean, but just if you don't want to give Izzy 20 carries and start his career off. Let, let's just see what happens when they give Cook and Izzy a lot of carries. It's not like we ran the ball well last week or the, game, or the week before. We haven't run the ball well the whole second half of the season. No. If we're going to be honest. We haven't. Xavier Gibson, when they go to him and they, they figure out, he always looks like he's going to do something. You know? So I love how he looks out there. So man, I hope that happens. Like I hope we get some of these young guys a look here in these last couple of weeks. I think that is, is what will go down. I hope Zach's healthy and comes out and plays. Uh, I know the Aaron Rodgers plan, but that's a bad Aaron Rodgers is not going to play this year. So we worry about next year. And um, that's pretty much it, Mike. I think we covered everything when it comes to JAT. Right? That's right, man. All right, Mike. I just want to get for ABG and information before I'm happy to Guys, we are on YouTube. Please like and subscribe. We really appreciate it. On Facebook, we are at AEBG.JetsRadio. On Twitter, X at AEBG underscore NYJ Podcast. And on Instagram at Jet.AEBG. You heard the man. Michael Garris. My name's Keith Brown. We'll everybody. Peace.